how does bladeless how do bladeless fan work? I think small blade inside. I don't know though. Small blade inside like mini fast. small blade. It, is it the Dyson guy who looked fucking creepy? Probably. Explain. The British guy? Was there a British guy in the Dyson commercials? I I'm Henry Dyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. created this Dyson. Yeah. Vacuum. <laughs> they Dyson vacuum, isn't too. it? Yeah. And also the yeah. artificial heart guy. Remember him? Yeah. Do you remember the artificial heart guy? No. He's fucking creepy. James Dyson invented it, but he doesn't look... Oh, he does kind of look weird, doesn't Let me he? see him. Let me see that motherfucker. This is the worst picture I could find. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, him. That's yeah, dude. he's always really close to the camera. Yeah. You don't see Dyson commercials too much anymore. He's got a weird They're eye. so expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, like, they're, like... Well, also, like, they've established, like, brand dominance entirely. I only stand like, Hoover still. Yeah, there he is. Boo. Fuck that guy. And, yeah. and that's a bladeless fan. How do bladeless yeah. fans work, Rudy? I, I believe it is many small blades inside of... Inside yeah, the tube? It's like the whole Yeah, thing I think bladeless is Inside the stem is and then the actual... Don't worry, I'll, I'll check it out. It's it's weird. They we, There are professional hair dryers, too. Two of the guys at my barbershop have them. Mm-hmm. And they look just like that with the hole in the middle, but it's handheld. They're if, crazy. If you were to stuff weed in the back part of a hair dryer uh-huh. and then have the weed blow out, yeah. would that cause it to catch fire? Uh, eventually, probably, yeah. I always get nervous using the hair dryer because I feel like I'm going to fuck something up and it's going to explode. Nah. Also, it looks like a gun, so my friend would shoot myself if I, not- <laughs> if, I, if I do it. It helps me uh, curb my suicidal ideation. <laughs> I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again with episode 34 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again. Can you believe it? Back at you again for episode 34 of Welcome to the Horse House. We've been here 34 weeks in a row. We haven't missed a single week this entire time. Despite nope. despite being in your ears for over a year now, we are on episode 34 and we have not missed one week. Well, it's all the unlabeled episodes. That will someday be released. Yeah. Time's Upon my circle. death, my kill switch will engage. Good band. Yes. And I was waiting for someone to mention that, being a band. And all the episodes will be released uh, along with um, all of the deep, the, all the top secret WikiLeaks files, too. The ones about John Podesta eating fried chicken out of underage kids' asses. You've made yourself a larger target than you think. No, I know. I want to. I have no suicidal tendencies right now, except for the ones I usually have. Mm-hmm. I have baseline suicidal tendencies. Everyone good does. Band. Yeah, and fart, fart, and uh, and you know, I always want to kill myself. What's well, um? What's the quote that Ray Fine says in In Bruges? Uh, I'm suicidal. You're suicidal. Everybody's fucking suicidal. That sounds edgy and gay. Well, but I'm your Voldemort- host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again with episode thirty-four. Voldemort Welcome to the Horse House. Harry Potter fucking sucks, and uh, I'm here, I'm joined here with three good friends of mine. Hi, I'm Johnny. Hi, it's me, I'm back. Horse house, good. Bun. Yeah, 100,000 for a podcast in your podcast app, little bitch. Ooh. I done flew out the horse house to record a rock star in the bitch. Who Dropped an hour, 30 minutes on it, call it Miyazaki, little bitch. Who I was in the trap serving podcast, I ain't been the same since. Hey, it's Steven, and I just want to say um, I'm happy to be here, and when Hot Dog with No Bun Lady kills Tristan, um, we're all going to be really sorry. Hot Dog with No Bun. Hey, you... you oh, <laughs> do, you not, uh, do you not know that? President Obama, I'm just I'm just emailing you right now telling you that you left a handkerchief in the office, and it seems to be pizza-related. If you get back to me in time, I'd really appreciate it. What kind of fucking jargon is that in these fucking leaked emails? You left a handkerchief that seems to be pizza-related. Or that one... Or who was it? Podesta? Who was it that emailed Obama and said, I'm still dreaming of your hot dog stand in Hawaii? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> What the fuck? It could only mean kitty fucking. Well, the pizza thing definitely does, right? Yeah. 
I'm just it saying. It seems to be pizza. You left your handkerchief. It seems to be well, also, pizza related. Like, what, what is that? What a way to not veil it at all, right? It's yeah. pizza related and not like it has like a pizza sauce stain or like yeah. there's a pepperoni yeah. on it. It seems to be pizza related. Yeah. Uh, it's child jizz. Back, exactly. Okay. Well, back in, just saying, we were trying not to say well, it. Well, children child. cannot Oops. come, Johnny. So that's not uh. true. Uh, at least last time I checked, I didn't come until I was 14, but that's well, a couple episodes how ago. How do you think they're selected for the child sex ring? <laughs> You'd a, be the one to know. It's a it's a demented Charles Xavier school for gifted comers. <laughs> <laughs> so I in 2015, I was a big believer in the Pizzagate conspiracy, and I still am. And everyone laughed at me. Tristan, you're so stupid. You're so dumb. You are a big homo. And <laughs> and I said, all right, yeah, it's it's true. And then you know that there are elite pe- pedophilia rings. And then everyone said, oh, Tristan, you're so dumb and handsome. And guess what? Epstein comes out, and boom, there's elite pedophilia rings all over the earth, right. all over our earth, yeah. and maybe on other earths if we find them someday. <laughs> Wouldn't it suck if, if we finally discovered aliens and made contact with them and they were all pedophiles? <laughs> <laughs> what if? We have fun. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse, back at with episode 34. We're getting it started in here. Uh, it's gonna be a good day. It's, a, think... it's the last brisk day of su- of winter. In it's Florida. hot outside, and you can get fucked. <laughs> um, you ever think that like uh, the global pedophile elite figured out that like global warming is gonna kill us all in twenty five years? So they they've all they're they're all just saying fuck it, and they've already built the rocket inside of that big owl outside of Bohemian Grove. <laughs> And they're gonna getting the like seed pods ready to uh, set up the pedophile mansions on Mars. They've already brokered a deal with those extraterrestrials. The that pedophile mansions about. on Mars—that's a T Rex song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was fucking boys when they oh. were twelve. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't, we can't do it. We can't do that. That's illegal. You are now on a list. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan. I am Morris. on the list of the Mark Bolin truthers. Right. <laughs> That's a bit of a T-Rex. For all the music fans out there, for all, all those fans of early 70s glam rock, that one's for you. Morrissey uh, is writing an incredibly furious letter to us right now. Morrissey was kind of vindicated on his opinions on Chinese people, wasn't he? <laughs> Perhaps he was right. Time is a flat circle, and it always <laughs> ends with Morrissey being right about Chinese people. You know, I'm half Chinese, so I can say it. You guys You're not Rudy. None of you guys know what I look well, like. I am half Chinese. Me and John Prine are both half Chinese. Together we would make one full Chinaman. And is that bad to say? Yeah. Is Chinaman bad? Uh, well, you, How is Chinaman bad? You as a Chinaman can say it. Oh, right. it's true. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like N-word. Yep. None of us can say that. I'm taking it back. Uh, yeah. Chinaman. Chinaman, 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 Chinaman. Uh, Chinaman's... Look, Whenever I'm, you say it quick, it sounds worse. I'm such a Chinaman that... Uh, it's my middle fucking name. That's how much of a Chinaman I am. I'm Tristan Chinaman Horse. Uh, notice during this whole bit, I haven't said Ching Chong one time. Are well, you proud of me? So Just I was going to say, it sounded like whenever you were saying Chinaman very quickly, it was about to devolve into Ching Chong. My great-grandfather, who died of lung cancer when he was 92. In an internment camp. When you... When you... When you die of cancer when you're like 92, you're, you, you didn't really die from cancer. You, you're yeah. 92, you died you from of complications old. of it, cancer. Yeah. Um, and he quit smoking 40 years before he got lung cancer. That's what so got him. Think about that. And uh, and he used he fooled me when I was younger. I thought he could actually speak Chinese. He would tell me he was an old Southern man mm-hmm. and uh, grew up in Tennessee, born in 1916, and uh, and he would always fool me into thinking he could speak Chinese and. All he would do is go ching chong chang pang chong ching chong 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 chang chong chong, and the way he would do it, it sounded so racist. <laughs> it's that racist too. He said the n word quite. What a bit. an old Southern man joke, though. Like yeah. that's like very on brand, right? Yeah. I'm gonna convince my my poor young innocent <laughs> grandson. But I don't know. Um, maybe it wasn't racist they did that because he told me that one time the most beautiful woman he ever saw was an Oriental woman mm-hmm. in a Winn Dixie parking lot. So maybe he wasn't as racist as we thought. Yeah. He did say the N-word quite a bit. And his wife, who was the same age as him, one time my uncle went to their house to eat lunch. He was doing some work for them in the yard. And he had his black friend with him. And they did they did call the black man boy the entire time. It was quite the brouhaha in the family. And my, my, gram, my great-grandma also noted to the black man that Quote, this is the first time a black man has been at my dinner table. So, you know. Well, that's like a kind thing to know. Oh, yeah. That earns you cred. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so may they it's both rest in peace. They were very sweet people. Normally, Why? one of you people wouldn't have made it past Why? the door. But... <laughs> the government says I have to let you in, though, so... <laughs> Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you for episode 34. Welcome to the Horse House. We're having a good time in here. There's a bottle of Smirnoff watermelon vodka and a two liter of Sprite. We're not going to get into that tonight. That's for me when I'm feeling, when my baseline suicidal thoughts are a little more than baseline. Uh, so above the base or below? Above the base. Okay, cool. It's like a tenor base. <laughs> yeah, tenor is higher. Than normal? Mm, what is tenor? Tenor's nothing lower, above no? the base, nothing below the belt. Tenor is higher than bass. Is it? Yeah. So I was correct in what I said. I don't know music. Soprano, alto, tenor. Bass is the lowest. Well, contra bass. Bass. All right, end of segment. So I have, um, recently I became a uh, Supreme reseller. You guys know Supreme? Mm-hmm. The clothing line, the street clothing line. Mm-hmm. So I am now in the business. My new hustle is reselling Supreme clothing. They had a uh, their second collaboration with Daniel Johnston came out the other day at 11 a.m. And I bought two shirts, one for myself and one to sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars someday. They all proceeds went to mental health, mental illness charities. And so it's really cool because then. You know, the money that the Supreme buyers put in comes back to them eventually, you know, through the charities that help them out. And uh, let me go myself a horse on that one. The, the room didn't <laughs> like it very well. Steven's despondent today. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's a good joke that I just did. So that's my new hustle. Supreme uh, For sale, Supreme shirts never worn. The saddest six-letter, six, six six-word story of all time. I have a Supreme barber cape. And a Do Supreme you? straight razor. Are those official Supreme? Oh, yeah. I like Supreme, Supreme because I talked to Steven about this, how self-aware they are. Like, they sell, like, fucking, they, they sold a Supreme crowbar. It was a fucking red crowbar <laughs> yeah. with a Supreme logo on it. They sold a brick that said Supreme. They know that people will buy this shit, Just and so the they does sell that, it. I respect it. Does that give them credit for self-awareness, though? Versus they just, know like, what they're doing. these idiots will eat this shit up? Yeah, they said, here's a funny bit, and people are going to fucking buy it. They're self-aware capitalists. Yeah, because yeah. there's no... there's no. They have to be self-aware if they're selling a crowbar with a Supreme logo on it. So anyways, if you guys need any Supreme merch, I am your plug. Hit me up on Twitter DMs. Tristan underscore horse. I'll get you some Supreme clothes as fast as I can. The lowest I'll go is $500 for any sort of merchandise I have. I paid $60 for the shirt, and I need to make some. If there's one thing I've learned from Rick Harrison of Pawn Stars fame, it's one, you never know what's going to come through that door, and two, I have to make a profit. Oh. So I paid $60. bucks. i am asking 500 for the Daniel Johnson t-shirt. It's a medium orange t-shirt. So please hit a brother up. I need mm-hmm. to make some kind of money. And yes, Stephen. What if Chumley was comely? <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace to old man. Here's another business venture I have. Rudy, are you paying attention to me? What are you looking at? I'm porn? looking at Supreme. Oh. And uh, <laughs> which might as well be porn for exactly. the, for our hype beast listeners. E- exactly. Uh, shout out porn. to all my fellow hype beasts out there. I am your mother hype beast. And Tristan, I will... Tristan is in the horse house wearing uh, cactus jacks, <laughs> and he's wearing. Uh, Fully stanced out Supremes with some off white joggers. Hell yeah, and uh, and I'm and I'm wearing a clan hood too. It's a, it's an, it's an official Supreme clan hood. Yeah, they wanted to appeal to to, to their deep South uh, fans. I have another business venture. It's like it's a strip club, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's called Pregger's Gentleman's Club. I was gonna guess where they shit on you. Yeah, but no, I, it no. was. Same. It was. I had a fifty-fifty shot. I'm only loosely into shit currently. In a couple of years, I'll be full on into shit. Wait, like loose shit or like like a? I'm just, co- just sort of into shit currently. I'm oh, just sort of okay. into shit, like for sexual gratification. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someday I'll be full on um, piss. Piss right on me. I don't give a shit. It's cool. And well, that's um, all squirting is. <laughs> that's clear diarrhea. And I, uh, that comes out From of the posse. The and, uh, that reminds me of another business venture I had with Patrick, who's been on the podcast a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It was, it was going to be a little, we, we both enjoy pissing outside. I'm a country boy after all. I only piss outside. It's one of the best feelings. Yeah, no, pissing yeah. into a toilet kind of grosses me out. Um, Urine is gold. No more toilets. Exactly. Boom. And, uh, and, um, so we had this idea. 
uh, we get tired of just pissing on the grass or mulch. So Patrick wanted this is mostly his idea. He wanted to devise a um, a little porcelain girl mm-hmm. that's called Pissami Daddy, and it would be um, embossed on the base of the statuette. And it's a piss on me, daddy, and you get to piss on the statue. So nice. you've made a perverted pee pad for human adults. Yes. Wait, yeah. here's a better idea. What if it was like... 1995. What if it's like a, a dial-up service, and you it's like you're ordering the lady to eat sushi off of for your office party, <laughs> but you're just... You're ordering someone to piss on. Yes. <laughs> that seems awfully close I to I will slavery. take a million dollars. That seems awfully close to slavery. Anyways, no. Pregger's Gentleman's Club... I was thinking about strip clubs the other night, and I was thinking, you never see too many pregnant women here. And you, there's a large fan base um, of men who love prego women. Yeah. And so I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, we'd have, like, cool drinks. Like, there would be, like, a mixed drink called, like, the Afterbirth or something. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. And, um, and so that's definitely an avenue I'm looking All at. All white tonight. Russians are made with breast milk. Ex- yes, boom, exactly. Boom. How are you going to accommodate the, the lack of, of movement? Are you going to to compel them to do all the same moves? You haven't seen the videos I've seen, Rudy. There's no problem in that department. Understood. If anything, it's better and more sensual than usual. If these bitches want to make money, they're going to move. Exactly. And it, boom. And the, the, there is... They're paying Tristan to be here. Exactly. <laughs> and they don't get paid at all. They're basically slaves. And I'm and they're all my babies in there, too. Mm. Right, right. Uh, oh. So... And then those babies, if they're women, I will train them to become strippers, too. And then also... So this you is did <laughs> So this is going to be... This is just Craster's Hut from, yeah. from fucking Game of Thrones, but it's a strip club. And we'll How have, do you think South Vietnam is going to clear you to we'll, set up this business? We'll have, we'll have separate... We will have separate sections, like five months, six months, eight months. But the nine-month... It's, it's, it's either going to be called the nine-month club or the 40-week club. And it's a private VIP section where you can have a ripe nine-month pregnant woman give you a lap dance or give you some sloppy top and they're trying to keep yeah. the baby in there because they know the yeah, moment yeah. that baby's born I'm, tristan's killing them i'm yeah. just gonna i'm or gonna eating them i want to staple that shit up that thing can't come out well i was thinking like it could be more <clears throat> expensive by how many diameter uh centimeters they're dilated jeez that's well, almost too far for me you retroactively <laughs> charge everyone 50 dollars extra <laughs> if she gets braxton higgs while performing <laughs> That's a pretty good idea, I guess. Yeah, this no, is, it'll make a lot of money. Could make a lot of money. I'm thinking Miami, Miami or Pittsburgh. On the way over here, Rudy had told me his idea for a middle school. His idea for a middle school. <laughs> Steven, you're not helping <laughs> the narrative. I was gonna say, back, let me take another. What's take. this middle school idea you have, Rudy? Fuck me, dude. The idea. What exactly? The, I middle schoolers. Fuck it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. That was the joke, and I fucked it up. Yeah. I was gonna say Rudy was telling me about his own idea for a strip club, but then I said, Rudy, that's just a middle school. This is very fun. <laughs> This is great. Rudy, we, we, we want you to get help. I Because soon you will move on to killing and cannibalizing I went away for children. two weeks let me, hoping let me... that everyone would maybe realize the irresponsibility of this pedophile narrative and how it's hurting no, the it's okay. future prospects. We all love Rudy. Rudy's not a pedophile. He's just a bad friend that doesn't want to be on the podcast anymore. Well, no, I wanted to be on the podcast. But you <laughs> we're, had starting, it... we're starting to... We're starting to get into You had it at like 9 a.m., so I don't really know uh, how I could have. I, I bought it. I, I did have a wild hair, and it wasn't until recently that I realized it was kind of a shady thing for me to do. So I do apologize, Rudy. Oh, the pedophile thing? No. I love that. It's the early podcast last week. Got it. And um, it was Mother's Day, and I had shit going on. And um, I had a dream that night, though, about you. Yeah. That you actually disowned me as a friend. Like, you met up with me, said, Tristan, I, I can't be on the podcast anymore, and I can't be your friend. Well, it hurt me a little bit, but I don't think I'd go that far. But you quit the podcast for job reasons. You're trying to get a job, and you had to quit the podcast. What? In the dream. In the dream. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you, get your fucking face out of the laptop for two seconds. No. Two things. He's literally just watching Bitcoin go up. <laughs> two things. Get your face out of the fucking screen and two pick up a dumbbell mod. oh i only worked out once last week it's bad it's guava do you like it it tastes good wow you only worked out once and you still didn't invite me <sighs> so anyways preggers <laughs> we're gonna get started it's gonna be a good time it that i think it's either that or do people still go to strip clubs i've always wanted to go to a strip club i've never been open right yeah, now same. so yeah I'll, I'll either make my three million dollars through preggers gentlemen's club or my su- my new Supreme Hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine who does resell Supreme told me that I paid 60 bucks for this shirt. Right now I could get $90 for it. That's not enough. I'm going to wait maybe a year or 10 years and get maybe 500000 or something for it. Well, I mean, 90, 90 bucks. that's still what? It's a, th- it's a $30 that's a, profit. That's 150% profit? That's like 
unheard of with most reselling. I don't know percentages. Well, I just told you. Is that really 150 no, profit? No. $60 sold for 90. Well, if you include oh, I'm saying like it's 50% profit. Yeah, 50% but profit. You're making 150% on with it. With shipping right. though, I'm making like 2% profit. Oh, how much is shipping, bud? Well, this shirt is 50 $80. pounds. It's made out of human flesh. <laughs> Wait, how it's much do you want It's made out of Daniel it? Johnson's back fat. Oh my god. Rest in peace. You didn't tell me it was like a like a skin shirt. It's How a skin shirt, Rudy. It's an Ed Gein skin where do you, shirt. Where do you keep it? I also it? have the nipple belt, too, made out of women's <laughs> nipples. And don't get me started on how much I paid for the skull bowl to eat cereal out of. Oh. Supreme. Supreme. I like how Dude. I'm the, the bad, demented one, except you're out here fucking... You're putting out deep cuts on Ed Gein's fucking catalog. <laughs> Ed the Supreme skull bowl. Handsome. The Supreme skull bowl was a collagulation... Collagulation... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of coagulants in Ed Gein's. Spe- speaking of blood, I had my first nosebleed in 24 years last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that normal? It? I don't know. How, what Wait, like it? you had your first one 24 years ago? Or? No, I, I, I'm 24 years old. I've never had a nosebleed except for last night. Yeah. I was sitting in my car listening to Bob Dylan, as one does, mm-hmm. just staring off into the woods. My baseline suicidal tendencies were a little high last night. Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to Bob Dylan, and like my nose starts to run. And I'm kind of gross, so I just... Lick my lip, yeah. you know the snot. Yeah. It's in your throat. It's in your mouth. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And um, and then it really started coming out, and so I started wiping my my hand, wiping mm-hmm. it with my hand because I'm gross. And and then like in the back of my mouth, I started tasting blood, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I look at my hand, and there were streaks of blood all over my hands and all over my face. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking nosebleed. That's crazy. Just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, the first nosebleed I ever had. You might have a really spike weird. in blood pressure. Yeah. Is it from working out and having high tea? Well, and also like... And the cocaine. And the cocaine, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the scabs in my well, nose. Well, you don't get like any allergies at all, right? I don't have any allergies. Any the like the science only stuff? The only thing I'm allergic to is democratic bullshit. Yes, sir. Um, Amen, brother. I mean, like, the only thing I'm allergic to is AOC's voice. You might be going through, Amen, like, brother. through like a late puberty. The only thing I'm allergic to is socialized healthcare. Preach. The only thing I'm allergic to is... Stimulus checks. Everyone, you can purchase Dave Rubin's Don't Burn This Book. <laughs> on. That's a good one. I have 10 copies. Uh, he really wanted everyone to burn it. Nobody he burned, burned it. it. Burned yeah. himself, yeah. He really wanted people to. What were we talking about? Nosebleeds. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with me. It's probably the high tier. Maybe it's my, you know, my right nut. You know, I, I went to the doctor, Rudy, mm-hmm. and he said it might be a hydrocele. Rudy, Rudy wouldn't know this because he doesn't listen to the He, he said there's also a chance it might be, you know, Nut cancer. Hydrocele's are are relatively common. Yeah, he said you know they can either they can range from being the size of a potato to be the size of a fingertip. Yeah, how big is it? Well, we it's talked about this in the podcast. Tip. I had a I had a hydrocele. Oh, did you you had it? Did it go away? Yeah. Huh. Whenever I was younger. Really. Yep. So yeah, and, but the thing is, did yours ever hurt? Um, like it would be like a little uncomfortable, be, like if I was wearing like pants, because like. There's just not enough space at a certain point. My right ball's been like throbbing and hurting and like even, shooting down my leg. Even if like you're pantsless, I'm just walking around in big, huge, baggy early 2000s trip pants. Yeah, so it's not like a space. Do mm. you what? Um, what undergarments do you wear, bud? I wear boxer briefs, and I have rather large balls. Balls. Mm-hmm. We all we all know this from what I've said on the podcast before, mm-hmm. and I, I guess they're a little tight in there sometimes. You, you might try boxers just for a little bit. I personally hate boxers. But That's what dirty people wear. This it, portion of the podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. <laughs> <laughs> they, guys, they got silver in them. Is it is it, is it them or they have colloidal silver and they'll turn you purple? <laughs> They're made oh, out dude. of micro modal fabric. It's softer yeah. than cotton. I listen to a lot of I podcasts. Want, what's the? Um, I want purple mattress underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I want blue apron underwear. I want. I want, blue, <laughs> I want blue chew underwear. Fuck you! <laughs> Do you not like blue apron, bud? They make delicious meals. Yeah. Well, they well, give you they, don't. they give you delicious things to make delicious meals out yeah. of. So, anyways, Preggers, it's gonna make me a million dollars. It's gonna be great. Preggers, um, Preggers is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, for the first time in three months, we've got a NASCAR update. Oh, hey, what's going on? Uh, they're at the Real Heroes Four Hundred. Which uh, oh, it's either like a race dedicated to gamers? Is that in yeah. Baghdad? Um, in <laughs> Baghdad, right outside the wall at Tel Aviv. Uh, the they're at lap fifty one. Uh, Alex Bowman is currently leading. No sign of Kyle Larson. I don't know if they've mentioned him yet. The N word guy. Yes. Isn't he black though? No. no. Who's the black one? 
There are no black they people. Daryl Bubba all, Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Wow, that's the it. one He's black dude in NASCAR is named Bubba. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, he likes shrimp too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, <laughs> they're going. Um. Also, Tristan's also, uh, just so you guys know, a former uh, medically dead person, Ryan Newman, is racing. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he said, uh, "I ha- I was told they to- said on the news I had severe brain damage, and I want more." <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I just I can't get enough of the stuff. Yeah, oh, that's and right. You, you five hundred just yeah. to see Trump. Just to say, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna pay so much money for these tickets just so I can watch yeah, that beautiful and, hair flow through the. And you right. saw that, and you were like, that guy's major league dead. Oh right? yeah, there was not nobody in the entire like hundred thousand person crowd was speaking, and the race had just won. I would have like, been speaking. I would have been talking very loudly. Everybody was just like, <laughs> he, he landed right in front of us. A sea of silence, Tristan going, that bitch is fucking dead. <laughs> Everyone's quiet. Just Tristan going, woo. <laughs> Everyone's quiet, and I start saying, uh, boogity, 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 let's <laughs> no. go racing. <laughs> no, no. Just every great soundbite ever. That's a huge bitch. All right, what would you actually In say? In Dixie Len, where <laughs> I was born early on one frosty morning. Look away, look away, look away, Dixie Len. In Dixie Len, where I was born early on one frosty morning. Look away, look away, look away, Dixie Len. I wish I was in Dixie, hooray, hooray, in Dixie land where I make my stand, live and die in Dixie, hooray, 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 just the Dixie. That's what I'd be screaming while this guy dies. Yeah. Did he die or did he brain no. dead? This guy from Indiana. <laughs> he was in a 24-hour coma and then went home the next day. He did it for attention. He just yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. That was a total attention. <laughs> I wanted to win the way. If so I wasn't gonna go win, sweet. no one was gonna win. <laughs> exactly. It's a shame that if any other NASCAR guy died, it wouldn't. It would never be the same level as the Intimidator. It's true. Not a shame. Who would be uh, respect? Who would, who would be the one that would really be close to it? Mark Martin. If Richard Petty had died in the car, Bobby Labonte. Yeah. If Richard Petty had died in the car, if Junior had died in the car, well, I don't even want to speak that. Anymore. Yeah, that would have yeah, been Steven, ultra fucked. He retired in time. Well, I was gonna say, I, like, maybe everyone, if like Jeff Gordon had died. Yeah, in the car, but like everyone yeah. that was like a big deal. That <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't care if anyone dies in NASCAR now. <laughs> like, if Gordon would have died, if like even like fucking Jimmy Johnson would have died, yeah. it would have been like a pretty significant bummer. If Tony Stewart had killed someone else, yeah. Wait a minute. Jimmy Johnson, who makes those delicious no, breakfast sandwiches? That's Jimmy D. No, he's... <laughs> I think it's time... I, we, that was an actual line. We've been we've been having so much fun, I think, that we should maybe dip into the voicemails. Ooh. What, to dampen it? Let's dip. To, uh, we, I, I have no internet, so I'm going to have to be playing this from my... Fucking phone. Oh, it'll be more before, authentic. Before we start it's on the a voicemails. Phone, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you have I, some I, news. I have a bit of news. Yeah. As you guys know, mm-hmm. I'm uh, very close with uh, the uh, um, frequent horse house caller, the Sexy Haiku mm-hmm. Guy. Yeah, how's he doing? Um, unfortunately, Sexy Haiku Guy has passed. Oh, oh fuck. Him, yeah. Fred Willard, and Jerry Stiller, they come in yeah. threes. It yeah. does, comes in threes, so... Uh, big up to sexy haiku guy. We're gonna miss him. Yeah, man. How do you pass away? Uh, complications with COVID. Oh, really? Um, yeah. At least that's what they're putting on the yeah. certificate. COVID so. and, and three you, different strains of HIV. Have you heard if there's been like a a, a releasing of his last will? Uh, they they're still in litigation. His family's huge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. they're they're tying it up. Literally huge. Yeah. They're very obese people. <laughs> massive. Yeah. Massive people. Which yeah. is one of the reasons why he. Uh, Got the coronavirus. <laughs> we love you, Haiku Guy, and we're going to miss you. R.I.P. Rest in rest heaven. Rest in peace, bud. Yeah, rest in peace. Now you're up in heaven. 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 Go on a diet, you fat bitch. <laughs> if you want to reach us, um, I don't actually have the number with me. What's the number again? Uh, three... Three two one nine five three two. What the fuck is it? Cuckoo. Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. Here's Frank. Uh, we're all here because we love you and we care about you, bud. And we're all very concerned about your addiction. And we've arranged a little get together today to share our feelings. Uh, I have a note. 
here that I wanted to read to you, Rudy, that expresses how I feel and how your problem has affected I don't like you being a pedophile. <laughs> weeks ago, you made a joke to me about your penis, and I got scared. I wish you would seek help and fly the coop before your deplorable urges come home to roost. <laughs> I hope you will consider some form of chemical castration. Think about the offspring. The kids aren't all right. Turn yourself in and experience the winter of your distant turn. Excuse me. Turn yourself in or experience the winter of your discontent. <laughs> your friend Frank. <laughs> thank you. Wow. Rudy, if that doesn't get you to Frank, thank come you for your kind Lord. words, but uh, perhaps this should be uh, a somber moment while we consider the potential damage uh, in image that harmful rumors like this can cause. That was Frank's best voicemail yet. No, definitely. That really no, was. No, that was well written and it was nice. very beautiful. I wish that it was about anything that actually was real. Well, I heard recently Rudy's been uh, putting down allegedly the child porn allegedly and picking God. up a dumbbell. Yo, yes. So I think he, I think maybe Now it just makes it sound like it's I'm allegedly getting rid of the bad I mean, stuff. No, you know, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying though. I've heard other things on the streets and, and I've also and, uh, with Frank's Kind words. I think you're ready. I think allegedly you're ready to turn a corner. Yeah. Now, whenever allegedly, you say allegedly, I understand that you're trying to be nice. It sounds like you're saying I'm only allegedly going to to be bad. Okay, well, if allegedly anything was bad, I'm hearing that you're <laughs> going to turn. Everyone, I have something to say, Rudy. I will gladly stop saying you're a pedophile if you let me hit that mod. Is that true? Yeah. Are you actually recording right now? Yeah. I, you know what? I lose nothing and I stand to gain everything. It's also, true. you're talking about it's destroying true. your image. This podcast has destroyed everyone's image, Rudy. None of us can ever become politicians. I've become way more okay, popular. Okay, but what's, <laughs> what's the most damaging one? You being a demon sex addict, Steven being some sort of uh, commie post office worker, me fucking children. <laughs> Which one of those? One of these well, things is not he, like well, the other. Well, he's a government worker, so I'd say he's worse. Yeah, no, the government loves comedy, Kristen. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. Back in my day, we'd Political take them in podcast. for helicopter rides. Ha! <laughs> Pinochet. <laughs> Watches the Stephen recoils at the side of the helicopter. You know, um, you know... Internet! At all DSA, <laughs> at all DSA and commie communes, mm -hmm. they always keep a picture of Pinochet in the bathroom because nothing makes a commie shit more than the side of Pinochet. That is the best boomer thing I've ever heard. <laughs> was that off the dome? That was off the dome. That was off the dome, yeah. All right, here is a Chris. I'm glad you enjoyed that. What do you think? I mean, it was sweet. I just yeah. wish the circumstances were different. Yeah. Hey, boys. Um, <clears throat> just sitting in the car. Love that voice. Don't have a license. I crave him. Gas station, which is fine, so that far from my house. Anyway, heard you guys talking about uh, anime. Yeah, yes. so, uh, Akira's cool, it's fine, it's whatever, the little boy's fucking ugly as shit, yes. um, but, you know, watch Perfect Blue, I think Perfect Blue is the best, the best of all animated movies ever. Write that down. Right? Check. So, just go ahead and, uh, just go ahead and watch that. Can I find so, it for uh, free on YouTube? Yeah, Rudy, what does he look like? Appreciate it. Have a good show. Love you, boys. Bye-bye. Thank oh yeah, Rudy too, doesn't listen to the podcast, so yeah. he doesn't know that last week Chris called into the show, basically dedicated his entire call to trying to figure out what you look like. Yeah, he says that the vi the podcast should be videoed so that they can he can yeah. see what you look like. Somehow, I would be more willing to lobby for a video podcast if there weren't insinuations that I was a pedophile. You know, you keep bringing this up, man. Yeah, you keep bringing <laughs> yeah, pedophile because I'm not. I'm not gonna. I thought we all just allegedly turned a new leaf. I'm not so. gonna let it die. I don't. I'm not going to lay down. And <laughs> the prophecy <laughs> fulfills itself. It Here's Chris. Hey, boys. Um, I forgot the voicemail that I left earlier in the day. Um, I remember a few key points. But the most important thing that I really just want to drive home that I know for sure that I forgot in the previous one um, is that I really just want you guys to watch Love, Liza. Yeah. And if you, if you watch it, it's going to be, it's going to mean a lot to me. So don't let me down. Uh, again, love you. Have a good show. I hate letting Chris down. I would like to let Chris down in a bed of satin. 
What was the thing that he suggested? I want to scream watch, at the top of my lungs. Watch Love Liza. Is that I a, plan on watching it soon. Is that an animu? No, no it's, it's the Philip Seymour Hoffman movie where he huffs glue. He huffs gas, right? Oh yeah, he huffs gas. And yeah. uh, Kathy bases it, and they fuck. I don't know if that's true. I just made it up. Mm. I want to run through the floors in my high school. Kathy Bates is oh, Kathy Bates is wild in the sack. I bet. Isn't that she has that sultry? That's like wisdom. a fucking downer of a movie, oh, right? Yeah. I heard it's a comedy though. It's a comic tragedy, as per the poster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it, Chris. Don't worry. I had a dream about Chris. I dreamed that yeah. Chris was like staying at my house for a while, and he was on the podcast in person. But of course, if Chris was able to be alive in studio guests, I would get rid of all of you guys and just have him. Yeah. We know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that was whenever we all signed on to do it, you said that if Chris ever shows Mm -hmm. up, you are all gone. Yep. And Chris, for the last month, has been two hours away from me this entire time. But because of COVID, he doesn't want to hang out with me. He doesn't want to. He wants to stay as far away from me as he can. I don't know why. He knows you guys will make out. He knows that my lust for him. He knows that the sexual attraction, they won't be able to resist it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like yes. magnets. Yeah. I'm I'm jacked now. I'm huge, you know? And he's a little twink sexy boy, so it's hard. Oh, he's the... Chris is the chastin to my pee. That's a beautiful thing to say. All right, that was the voicemail. I what should have saved that for the again, toast. Johnny? The number is... 321-323-925-321. That's it. The number is Cocoa Beach, Florida, 323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida, 321-323-9521. Give us a call. Thank you. Am I allowed to do NASCAR updates? Because NASCAR is currently sponsored by Monster Energy. You, there is no, we can no longer do NASCAR updates. Yeah, if they were Rockstar, it'd be if different. If they were Rockstar, it'd be different. These are hurting my face. Um... Fred Willard passed away yesterday. Fuck. The enigmatic, always funny, always very clueless in his roles. Fred Willard, most notable for his roles in Best in Show. Yes. Waiting for Guffman, which is, in my opinion, the best Christopher Guest film. That's him and Eugene Levy, right? Eugene Levy. They're they're in like all the Christopher Guest movies, yeah. Eugene Levy's in Waiting for Guffman, Fred Willard. I don't think either of them are in Spinal Tap, though. They are not. Uh, uh, you, uh, Fred Willard is. Is he? He has is a Fred very, Willard? very small part. Fred Willard was a jewel. That's what I'll say about Fred Willard. He was a jewel. And I maybe this is... Uh, well, first of all, I had no idea he was 86. No. I thought he'd be like in his early 70s or something. 86. He yeah. looked good. For the, Yeah, I think so. He was in something recently. He's going to be in the new Space Force show with Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah, was and, well not for long. And uh, I'm always gonna love him for uh, his performance in the I think it was like a 2008 film, Youth in Revolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Michael Sarah. It was a movie I really enjoyed. Yeah, and also of course we would uh, be remiss to not mention his great performances in shows like Tom Goes to the Mayor. Yep, Tim course. and Eric awesome yeah. show, great yeah. job. Yeah, no, it's Absolutely. true. Tim and Eric's bedtime stories. Yeah. yeah, no, he's the best. And uh, you know who Fred Willard is, Rudy? You're kind of quiet. I just look looked him up. He has a. F- Had you guys seen um, Review on Comedy Central with yeah, Andy Com- Dale? Yeah, that was he a very was good show. On that. Yeah, he yeah. was on that. Very funny. Yeah, he was in a lot of great comedies and impeccable timing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. One role I'll always remember him for was the role he did in that porno theater where he got arrested for jerking off. Well, I was going to mention public. Um, Fred Willard's like he bounded back fast after that. His he's, career was one of like the Pee-wee. few guys in Hollywood that could probably do that. And everyone would be like, okay, yeah, well, Fred he got arrested Willard. for it. So not everyone well, was okay. With okay. It. Well, the cops, but I mean like no one, no one was mad. No one besides the police was mad at Fred Willard. That being said though, the, the way they did Pee Wee was bad. Yeah. But yeah. Pee Wee was a children's star. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So they done it's harder to come back after that. But they done Pee Wee wrong. But 25 years later, Pee Wee came back stronger than ever. So yeah. good for him. Good for his, Paul Rubens. His very first thing after coming back from that was Batman Returns as oh, really? the Penguin's father. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that, um, yeah. fuck, what was his name? Seville. Shame that he didn't have a, a similar. Jimmy Seville? Yeah. <laughs> from England? The notorious <laughs> British the DJ, pedophile? The DJ. Yeah. The, literally, well, the, literally well, the most. Not, uh, her, Literally, <laughs> literally the most prolific pedophile in English. Were those in, in not English. around not, the same not, time? Let's not. In terms of sex crimes, let's not compare jacking off in a porno theater to pedophilia. <laughs> well, rampant he, international pedophilia. So he was like part of a ring. I, that hasn't been proven, but yeah. he was. He was the. Well, those were like similar times. No, just, he had. <laughs> what do you mean? Whatever, like Seville's fall from grace in in Pee-wee's? No, like late eighties. Yeah, right. It, everything came out after he died. Oh, really? 
That was like in like the mid two thousands. Porno theaters probably don't exist anymore, right? Well, that's the thing with to get back to that. What are you supposed to do in a porno theater? Yeah, that, right. that, and that's always been my number one defense of both well, Paul Rubens and Fred Willard. What is the what is the point? Yeah, devil's I, advocate. What are you supposed to do in a strip club? I'm going to jack off in a strip club. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to well, eat someone's theater, asshole. But but okay, you, but there's okay, but there's porn. but they're different. Let me let me be okay. devil's Rudy to counter your devil's Rudy. Got it. Okay. Two devil's so, Rudy's. So a strip club. So One dark, only double trouble. Strip clubs. What can you do at a strip club? Some of them offer drinks, uh-huh. right? Some of them offer private dances. You can molest women there. <laughs> can I? Can I just? You can legally molest women in a strip club. That's only because I... of the weight your name carries in this town. True. <laughs> May I? Okay. So, like, from the illustrious horse family. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you can you can eat, you can drink, you uh-huh. can get a private dance. Oh, you can, you can eat can, in a strip club. You can you can watch people do like funny dances. Art. Like mm-hmm. some some of them do like burlesque, That's, where it's right. like yeah. actual dancing. Yeah. At a porno theater, mm-hmm. there is one thing to do. Okay. You can eat popcorn. You can admire the cinematography. This isn't. I'm not being, not trying to be cheeky or obtuse. Are you saying that, <laughs> that if porno theaters existed and they were pretty much like an Alamo draft house, then it would be totally cool? Like if they provided <laughs> these additional amenities? Fuck you. Uh, I thought we just idea. got our third yeah. down. That's that's. Yeah. I just I, I I I think that there is a, a like it is still two dimensional. Yeah. No, right. It is still devoid, and you are and typically. Okay, in the 70s, maybe it was different, mm-hmm. or maybe with, like, gonzo films or whatever, but in the year tw- of, of our Christian Lord 2020, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. uh, there is there is one sole purpose of pornographic right. material. No, right. no, and it's always been like that, Stephen. It, it was the same in the 70s. Porn, for, for since film has been invented in the last 120 years, um, porn has existed for one reason and that's to jerk off to right. there's literally yeah. one reason yeah. for porn and it's to jerk off to yeah. so if you're going to a porno what theater, about for study you got me there i think i think the other thing about porno theaters is that like porn wasn't readily available at yeah. home yeah so in order to you, see porn you back, had to go back to in the those days that's still it. sad as fuck because assuming that you couldn't jerk off then either right, right you can't yeah, i have to go, i have yeah. to go there i have to now internalize everything that's yeah. happening save it for my vehicle i can't i can't jerk off without porn no is that, is that no. true that's sad you have, never had to have had porn. to that's sad in in, in Wait, like, are, are you being serious no okay, <laughs> okay i was gonna say that's really that's a really sad admission to make in the horse house i'm addicted yeah that's sad <laughs> yeah i don't think i've like had to do it recently but then like you know i had to look up from my nascar to hear that <laughs> and like your mid-teens like you have to like jerk off once a day or like you're a train wreck yeah, i'm yeah, a three times sure. a day guy still that's horrible and you're a demon don't but care. like <laughs> i've had like emergency cum. wanks where it's like okay i'm gonna look at the ceiling and whatever jumps yeah, out at yeah. me that's it's gonna have oh, to yeah. do i'll do it two times in one sitting sometimes if you can believe that, yeah. I don't go for whenever. I come all over my stomach and I roll over and go to sleep. Come all over your stomach, then use it for lube for the second time. Around. Whenever That's I, hot. whenever I succumb to my baser uh, evil uh, against God instincts, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not like a you are an atheist. It's a quality thing over a quantity. Yeah, like uh, I will jerk off continuously for like four hours straight. We've done thirty four episodes of the Horse House, and I'm pretty sure this is the seventeenth time we've had a dedicated segment about <laughs> masturbation. Well, yeah. Well, what that's sort of on brand. What are you supposed to do in a porn theater? That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's different from a strip club. I will they, die on that They note. should have masturbation boxes there, like balcony seats, where you can masturbate as much as yeah. you want, and then shower yeah. the audience with a rain of yes. cum. I don't like the idea that there's a theater with just a bunch of other sweaty, gross dudes. Well, it's unfortunate that those things barely exist anymore. You can still find Well, whenever they show porn theaters, theaters and movies, in there, there's like five the people in the yeah, audience. Yeah. There's never really... Uh-huh. Like in Taxi Driver and Midnight Cowboy and shit. It's always really gross people. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I think it's Taxi Driver. He gets a Pepsi at the counter. And it's like in a little white cup, and I've, it's always grossed me off the Pepsi looks in that scene. Ooh. And he's like shooting the. Can- That's the uh, he's thing. shooting the screen or whatever. He's with his something like that. Come with this come. Uh, speaking of porno theaters, that reminds me of something John Waters wrote in a book I read by him one time. I think it was Obsessions, or it was one of the John Waters books. I read him a lot in high school. And he talked about how when he was a kid, that's when porno theaters first started coming out. Mm-hmm. But the real kicker with this is it, they weren't showing porn. They were – you legally couldn't back then in theaters. And so they were showing – So they used tentacles instead? They were showing childbirth videos. And these men would would sit there and just kind of like – just kind of mentally block out the baby's head and body <laughs> and just look at the gaped pussy in front of them. Pregers the is now a $5 million screen. million dollar <laughs> idea. <Yeah. laughs> 
Well, that this is this this will probably be cut out. But back when I used to watch porn a lot, you know, I was always in the prego shit. I always like Japanese pregnant girls. That's still Why? my go-to. Don't know. I don't. I'm not into Asian women that much at all. But yeah. if they're pregnant, I'm there. And I was watching this video, and she was getting fucked. She was like nine months pregnant. <laughs> watching a nine-month pregnant woman riding a man reverse cowgirl style with that fucking belly. Can you open your fucking eyes while you talk about this, please? Uh, can, so, can you put your hands above the desk? So, uh, so this video, it wraps up, but there's like 30 more minutes. And so the next thing that comes up is the crew in the hospital filming her give birth after the scene. And I'm so like, this like is when this is you too go far. too far. Yeah. Because I like pregnant women... It, I like pregnant women, but I distance the sexual, the, the sensuality yeah. from the fact that there's a baby we'll in her also stomach. leave it to the... And that clashed, those those two worlds yeah. clashed together in that video, and I did not like it. Leave it to the Japanese to give a pornographic film an epilogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe I could get off to the childbirth scene, but mm-hmm. her pussy's pixelated. Fuck. You right, know? yeah, yeah. So... None of, and they don't make American versions of that. I have... No. Hardcore, Good luck finding some uncensored Chinese, Japanese porn. I have hardcore negative associations with the Japanese porn. From uh, mosaics? All I can think of is uh, Frank Zappa's song, Jewish princess yes classically the line she squeaks when she comes yeah, yes because holy shit those well that, that's the biggest turn off with japanese porn is these women the noises they make yeah i feel like i'm watching women get raped with every video well but also know? isn't that like half of the japanese porn videos because oh, that's no, like they a, love rape over there because well, oh, yeah. fucking holy shit incidences of male on female harassment in japan are through the fucking yeah. roof and, and they still can't get, have kids over there yeah they're too they busy raping because in uh it's fucking, and that's that's yeah. not even some machines. that's not even some American myth. That's true. That's I've talked true. to friends who have been to Japan. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yep. I have a friend. He might be listening right now. Shout out to you. He told me that he. Um, I was like, he's he's been in Japan a couple times, and I said, uh, so like, does McDonald's taste different over there? That's always my question for people who've been to foreign countries. Mm-hmm. When I was in Ireland, McDonald's was delicious because oh. GMOs are illegal in Europe, yeah. in the European Union. So it's organic nugget paste. Yes, and. Oh. Uh, and it was delicious. It tasted rugged, you know, and uh, it tasted like pussy. Yeah. And so, uh, didn't know they had steak there. You know, pussy tastes good, but if I'm eating a steak that tastes like <laughs> pussy, it's not a good taste. Anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back again, episode 34 <laughs> of Welcome to the Horse House. And I said, so does McDonald's taste different over there? And he says, well, I don't really go to McDonald's. I go to Burger King because you can smoke in there in Japan. What the fuck? I would my dream. Is to eat a fucking Whopper while smoking a cigarette <laughs> in a Japanese Burger King. I think yeah. we differ heavily on this. This is a side tangent. I cannot even vape, much less smoke, while consuming a meal. I'm the same way. It's Chad, though. That, it's alpha. No, it's no. after you eat. No, it's, it's like during. It's the payoff that you get. A post-meal cigarette is the best goddamn thing in the world. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Except, yeah. like, I don't, like, I don't want to... I feel like it reduces the enjoyment of both if you consume them no, together. No, mixing the taste of a greasy burger with, with nicotine is the best thing. I would have to be significant. Do you guys know what over. movie was playing when they found Lee Harvey Oswald? What? I was just looking it up because I I couldn't remember if he was found in a porn Whatever theater. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? I couldn't remember if he was found in a porn theater or a regular theater. Um, it was a double feature, and this isn't telling me which movie was playing, but it was either Cry of Battle, which featured uh, Reed Moreno, who uh, won, I believe, an Academy Award for a performance in West Side Story. Mm, that sounds familiar. I think he plays with the Dolphins. Oh, okay. And uh, War is Hell, which was a Korean war film that was narrated by Audie Murphy. Don't know who Audie Murphy is. You don't know who Audie Murphy was? Nope. Grand Grand he, was, he was a famous... Norbit. He was, he was a famous... Norbit. Ac- Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> What'd he do? No, it's okay. I don't want to say it anymore. Um, anyway... Uh, Real, real... Pepsi Lay. <laughs> I quit the fucking podcast. Steven, I love you so much, but I don't know why. I, he's Manchurian candidated me anytime that he says fucking Pepsi Lay. because <laughs> no, I have to... That was You're not... the fucking cinematique that doesn't know what fucking Audi, who Audie Murphy was. was... Say you fucking goddamn orangutan. Oh, I know... Nutty Professor! I know who Audie Murphy is! He was a nutty professor! Get come... 
Get cum. Get cum. Get sucked on. Get cum. Steven, your Lay's, your Pepsi Lay's bit was one of the most iconic segments in the in podcast history. Yeah, and I don't know why I keep fucking coming Lay. back. I must be a fucking sadomasochist. Anyway, the point was, did you guys know, because I was just reading that fucking article, that the reason Lee Harvey Oswald got caught was because he didn't pay for a ticket to go into the fucking movie theater? What a fucking dumbass. How, of course he's a fucking CIA plug. Who's hiding after you shoot the fucking president? It's like, oh, jeez, Rick, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run in here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> pay for the fucking goddamn ticket. He didn't pay for the ticket, so the guy was like, oh, shit, I gotta call the cops because this guy didn't find the ticket. And they go in, they're like, oh, you're the fucking Morlock that we're looking for. Shot the fucking president, and you're a fucking patsy. <laughs> Steven, why do you want Lee Harvey Oswald to get, get away with it so badly? Because he didn't do it. <laughs> what do you have against John Fitzgerald Kennedy? It's oh, because he's a Mick. I've got Stephen hates Micks. Oh yeah. He, Oliver Cromwell. Also, over he there. Was, also he was unfaithful. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. He may have been a fan of the Rolling Stones, but he certainly wasn't Marianne Faithful. Oh, I like that beautiful voice. I love Marianne Faithful. Ooh. I'd still fuck her today if you brought her in front of me in chains. I don't <laughs> in chains. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast about like people who were extremely bangable back in the day, but yeah. boy, have they just not done well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Grace Slick, of, yeah, no, Grace Slick looks like a monster. Dude, now. she, she looks was like a slug. I, she, she looks like that. She looks like that caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland smoking the hookah. <laughs> she, oh Tell the hookah, oh no, smoking caterpillar. I so we've talked about this. I know I grew up on like a ton of VH1 classic mm-hmm. and like a lot of older music videos. I as like a young boy. Like, that didn't even really know, like, uh, what sexual attraction was. I was like, wow, yeah. Grace Slick is, like, yeah. she's she very... She was hot. Back in the... Six, she, back in 1969? Like, fuck. Like, golly gee, that's the prettiest woman yeah. I've ever seen. Fuck me. She looks... She looks like a melted Rosie O'Donnell now. Yeah, yeah no, she has that white hair. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Melted on melted. God damn. I think that's a... a not a surf song. No, um... <laughs> Melted on Melted, that's a Bob Dylan song, uh, album from 1966. Yeah. A little bit of a blonde on blonde joke there for you guys. That's also the song by Not a Surf. Recorded at Columbia Studio B in Nashville, Tennessee, 1966. Wait, you think that's what Not a Surf was referencing? Who? Not a Surf. They did Popular? <laughs> popular 90s uh, alt. I only know band. Glamorous by Fergie. You ain't got no money, take your broke Are you shit talking to you ain't got no money. Take your broke ass home. Uh-huh. Rudy, tell him about when Fergie peed. <laughs> Fergie has a sweaty pussy. Didn't, know. didn't he tell us about Fergie yeah. peeing? She unfortunately did not urinate in her in her pants. No, I don't believe that. She just has a switch. I refuse to believe I, that. I, I have now wasted so many nuts when I found out that she did not piss in her pants on stage. She yeah. rather just sweated out of her gaping maw down don't there. Buy it. Oh, Steven, you smell like a piss boy. <laughs> you should have got the other side But here was my wet. dilemma. Um, I finished cleaning them, and then I realized... Wait, so wait, wait. First of all, what happened again? You were pissing? I was pissing right behind the air conditioner. Yes. Um, and I had pulled my pants down to piss, which is a normal thing that people do. You've been gone for like 45 minutes. Yeah, I've been cleaning the pants very diligently. Okay. You should have... I, Why would I lie? <laughs> Literally half so, of my wait, pants are covered in so water. So you pissed on your pants. Yeah, I got piss all up in my pants. Why were your pants in front of you while you were pissing? They weren't. Do you not <laughs> do you not angle your dick at all when you piss? You, you piss it, it onto a tree and it. I was just having back? a gay old time. I was letting it go, and then before it was too late, I just you know, flotsam and jetsam. I had like <laughs> probably like you know probably not even that big like a five centimeter maybe arc of piss on my pants oh, but then okay. i was like oh no i'm gonna come back into the horse house and there's gonna be piss every it's gonna smell like piss right and i don't want the horse house to smell like piss i'm pretty sure that if you got all of your pants wet like if it was a homogenous color we wouldn't have noticed you could have soaked all of it down that's yeah but true. then like, here's the thing i'm gonna come back on yeah. a brand new futon and it's gonna be a little damp <laughs> that's Chris gonna lay down mm-hmm. to watch criterion channel he's gonna lay down and to he's watch he's gonna assume that you pissed yourself he's gonna anyway. lay down to watch the seven deadly sins True. and he's gonna he's gonna see feel a little bit of the wet yeah and it's also in <laughs> so instead so instead being a good friend i went into your bathroom and i cleaned my pants 
with soap, I'm proud of both you. sides. Good job. And now I'm just making a fashion statement where half of my pants are gray and the other half are dark gray. Yeah. Well, take a seat, Stephen, and rest. Well, You've can we not? Can we day. not have that in the podcast, or is that staying in? Oh, it's staying in. <laughs> so now I get to be piss pants guy. That's great. Yeah. We won't hold it against you. We'll still just talk about the the Pepsi Lay company. <laughs> I would be more compelled. This is a thing that happens to all men in their lifetime. I just had uh-uh. the bravery. I had the I had I had the humility. Mm, nay, the courage. The Christ-like <laughs> behavior to say, "No, I'm not going to make my friend smell my piss." No, I, no, no. I'm not going to I'm not going to rub it with my hand very vigorously and walk right, back. Right, right. You know, it would be but more maybe compelled. You shouldn't have pissed onto the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to piss into the air conditioning so you guys would smell my piss. But in my hubris, I did fly too close to the sun. And by that, I mean the arc of my piss came too close to my pants and got on my pants. I pissed my pants. I would be more compelled to defend you from being called a piss boy if you did not call me a pedophile relentlessly. No, I don't do that. And with that, now it's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. Rudy. Hey. Oh, we're doing this still. Beat by Chris. Do I uh do I talk on top of this? Yeah. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Hey guys, uh Steven's not giving me a rhyme in. Uh a little sad about that. Hope he's alright. Uh Bitcoin's doing pretty well, guys. Uh I now don't really do crypto that much, except I trade crypto, so no more mining, no more doing a bunch of dumb bullshit. Uh mm-hmm. I'm just buying and selling it on Robinhood, which is very fun. Uh, as we speak, Bitcoin is trading at almost $9,800. Hey, that's good. Yeah. Um, we, we Sell actually, now. We hit 10000 uh, on May 7th uh, really? during, huh. my, during my absence, um, which we're looking like we're getting back there. Uh, everything else is, is dog shit, and Bitcoin is the only real indicator, as usual. But, uh, guys, hit me up uh, in on Twitter for a Robinhood referral code, and we can each get a free stock and maybe free crypto. Do that. Oh, got to get you my wife started playing automatically. <laughs> <laughs> I was a cuck. I found a guy. I knew this exactly This is the new call to prayer. Find him. On Reddit, where maybe I could find a big black bull to fuck you. <laughs> Ooh. Then I suddenly find him. Ooh. Father John Misty's the And I tell him Classic. to read you every single day of our lives. You didn't cry, you didn't hide. All I wanted was to watch you. Dun, dun, dun. He had you come, you knew in time we'd meet him again for I had to come too. Fun little side note for everyone, in Ooh, case you weren't sold on trading crypto on Robinhood yet, uh, you can trade Dogecoin on Robinhood. And I Thank you, sir. That's with the fun little dog. Alright. You didn't get interrupted. No. Yeah. You ended your set. Enjoy it. Yeah, right. you let me go too long and I started talking about <laughs> bad <Enjoy> coin. <laughs> Evil coin. I'm gonna look it up now. And with that, you know, with that, with that uh, sound, you know, it's time for Tristan's our audio clip of the week. Now the uh, the viral audio clip of the week. My internet's broken. Frank was supposed to call in today, but I don't have internet, so he can't call in. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna play this from my phone. So excuse me. <coughs> okay, I really have coronavirus. And, yeah, you're um, dead, dude. That testicular cancer and also huge dickitis. So, anyways, here, let me give it that one horse. Everyone's looking at their phones right now, except for Steven. I'm trying to find the bad coin. <laughs> Wait, is Steven, Steven's on his phone. Steven's Never mind. On his phone too. Uh, I was sending you something for the show. Sorry. So this is this was posted in, it's in his Twitter DMs. This was posted in February. It's a YouTube video. Someone, do you remember Pete Buttigieg? He was that Wait, funny. What was his deal? He was that funny. Little, well, how was he funny? The thing that he had a bit of a funny lifestyle that he chose. Tell and, me uh, about it. And well, you see, the thing that set Mayor Pete apart from the other male contenders for the presidency. Well, Rudy, are you listening? Rudy, yeah, I'm take, taking notes. Rudy, take Michael Bloomberg for instance. Okay. He likes when he has coitus with a woman or a child. He enjoys putting his erect penis in a woman's vagine, mm-hmm. and that's called sex. Mayor Pete, what set him apart from Mayor Bloomberg 
was that instead of a vagina, he likes putting his penis in a man's duke hole. <laughs> yes. And that's what his he Sir calls, Ellington. And that's what he calls sex. And that's what set Mayor Pete apart. And that's why people liked him. Because he enjoys uh, Poopy packing fudge. Yeah. So, Mayor Pete, there's this program you can use. It's like a, it's like deep fake audio. Mm-hmm. You can have people say things. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Vocal synthesis or something? Something is the like YouTube that. Channel? So, people had Mayor Pete say a very funny thing. And some of our listeners may have heard this already since it is like four months old. Mm-hmm. But anyways. It's uh, an oldie but a goodie. Here is, Stephen, have you, have you heard it? No, uh, I might have, but you're, uh, I'm not picking it up from what you're putting down. Here's mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and notable libertine, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg. In America, some people want small mommy GF with small milky, but we need to make sure the tent is big enough. For the mommy GF with Biggie Milky and penis. My God, I need this. <laughs> I heard that. That I've was a that recording before. of Connor O'Malley. <laughs> uh, so that was Mayor Pete. We miss you so much, Mayor Pete. Um, my wishes of having a president getting dicked down in his butt in the Lincoln bedroom will never be fulfilled because he decided to By drop a out. Have we established away? that he is a bottom? It's hard because he, he might be a verse top. Ooh, verse top? Yeah. Okay. We're power yeah. bottom? I don't know. I don't well, know if I... Him and, him you know and Chastin both aren't butch. Yeah. They're not butch at all. I feel like Chastin's a bit more prim and proper. Yeah. I think he... Name is Chastin, He might be so. getting it. Yeah. I feel if like... If you're prim and proper, you're getting it. Of, of it. the two of them, he is the twink boy. Now, it's not necessarily gay to fuck a man in the ass, but it is wholly gay to get fucked in the ass oh, by yeah. a man. It's just... Yeah. If you're receiving, it can't be gay. If, no, if you're receiving, it's wholly gay. Well, I'm sorry. I was thinking about head. Yeah. No, if you're giving... As I'm you known can, to do. You, you might be able to be straight. That's like what prison's for. You know what I mean? Because no. you're just looking for something tight around your. Well, penis. are we are right. we going to define our social mores around homosexuality by prison dynamics, though? Well, well, <laughs> I'm just saying that, that if you guys have to glean anything from what I've said today, mm-hmm. giving it isn't super gay. Yeah, because you're just looking for that tight, tight. But receiving, well, it's basically you have to be gay. To well, so then it. is the inverse true for receiving head? A mouth's a mouth, man. No, a mouth's a mouth. Okay, a mouth is genderless. Right. Okay. It's just a wet mall. This feels like a lot of cope. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm very transparent with my sexual proclivities. Oh, Jeffrey Tambor. I, that was a good show. All right. That was Tristan's Viral Audio Clip of the Week. Oh, Thank yeah. you. That was perhaps one of the most evil things we've talked about. But like Brokeback Mountain, the guy giving it, who was, give, who was, who was, who was giving it in that movie? It was Heath, yeah. Was he Heath Ledger? Heath is, yeah, he's the one that spit on his hand. Was he necessarily yeah. gay in that movie? I mean, I think that's the point. I of the wish movie. I could quit you. They kind of become gay. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, well they choose. They, they was, choose to become gay in that, that movie. That was Jake Gyllenhaal's line, though. I wish I could quit you. I wish I could quit you. Yeah. He, he's, who yeah. was? I need to be a friend like that. Who was Harvey Milk in Milk movie? Oh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. That's yeah. a great movie. He was reprising his role from I Am Sam. Was he gay? <laughs> <laughs>
Nothing to lose. 